Paedophiles, Monsters or Humans, published by June Kavanagh on January the 3rd, 2018. Paedophilia is a psychiatric disorder in which an adult or older adolescent experiences a primary or exclusive sexual attraction to prepubescent children. It is also important that we understand that there are a certain percentage of paedophiles in the world today that have never acted on their sexual urges toward children and never intend to. What do you think of when you hear the word paedophile? Do you think of a person? I don't. I don't even think of a human being when I hear that word. The media's portrayal of paedophiles as monsters generates and supports fear. This portrayal can prevent us from seeing them as actual human beings. We have labelled them, categorised them and no longer think of them as human. All we see is an unforgivable and heinous sexual act against an innocent child from a creature we feel doesn't deserve to live. We have identified the problem. We acknowledge it exists, but we want to distance ourselves from having to deal with the issue any further. It is too upsetting for us. We've done exactly the same thing with people who use drugs. Dehumanise them. Label them as scum. And again, for our own protection, we distance ourselves. It is a fear-based reaction, cultivated by media and taken on as fact by the general population. I'm guilty of buying into this thinking myself, but I also recognise it serves no one. There are not many issues that are easy to get a consensus on. Paedophiles, however, evoke such deep feelings of anger, rage, hatred and intense disgust the world over. We don't feel we should question or challenge anyone for voicing such feelings. The reason being, we all feel the acting out of their sexual urges with children is unforgivable. So when we hear of vengeance being enacted against a paedophile, most of us would find it difficult to judge the taking of revenge. In contrast to all of that, we must consider that victims usually know their abuser and are often related to them. Part of the difficulty in dealing with this crime is that now we have to marry this monster that's portrayed culturally with the person we may or may not have felt love for at one time. It's definitely a head wrecker, but demonstrates that paedophiles are indeed someone's son, daughter, mother, father, brother, sister, aunt, uncle or neighbour, etc. Human beings. Below is an excerpt from Why Go Back? Seven Steps to Healing from Childhood Sexual Abuse. The purpose of sharing this excerpt is simply to encourage an open mind, an open heart and open dialogue around a very emotive issue of paedophilia. This is the excerpt. Imagine someone knocking on your door and informing you that your daughter or son has been raped. Your heart is broken as you listen to the details of what they went through and who it was that raped him or her. Imagine the range of emotions you're now experiencing. How do you feel about the abuser? What would you like to see happen to them? How do you feel they should be treated? Would you like to see them physically harmed in any way? Now imagine someone knocking on your door and informing you that your son or daughter 
has abused a child. Your heart is broken as you listen to the details of what they put the child through. Imagine the range of emotions you're experiencing. Accept. Wouldn't you now want to know why? Why did my child behave in such a way? What's going on for my child? How can I help my child? Without considering anyone in particular, can you imagine the life you would have if you were a paedophile? I can't imagine how I'd feel to find out that one of my children had been raped, having gone through it myself and knowing the pain and suffering ahead of them. It would break my heart, but I'd far rather hear that they were raped than hear that they'd raped someone. Unfortunately, this is one problem that is not going away on its own. Even the awareness of how one is viewed and treated, if it was known that you're a paedophile, doesn't deter sexual predators. This should inform any right-minded person that this issue requires a higher level of education and understanding from us. No one would risk being vilified and gaining the label of a sex offender if it was simply a matter of choice. On Friday the 29th of December 2017, the Guardian newspaper reported that there are an estimated 20,000 British men interested in sexually abusing children. Within the article, they quoted Police Chief Simon Bailey, who said, even thousands more detectives would not be enough to bring every offender to justice. Another probably more alarming aspect of abuse gaining momentum is the fact that women are also sexual predators. This is something that's even harder for us to comprehend. But again, quoting the Guardian newspaper, when covering the story of a nursery school worker, Vanessa George, who pled guilty to sexually abusing young children, they reported alarming figures on women found to be sex offenders. In the article, as far back as the 4th of October 2009, they reported that up to 64,000 women in the UK are child sex offenders. Although I'm very happy with victims finding their voice and having the courage to tell their story, it's very important to recognise that every case is different with a unique backstory which needs to be considered on an individual basis. I absolutely hold the view that Matt Damon expressed during an interview with ABC News where he stated, there's a difference between, you know, patting someone on the butt and rape or child molestation. Both of these behaviours need to be confronted and eradicated without question, but they shouldn't be conflated. Matt Damon received a lot of criticism for what he said because it was taken out of context. I personally witnessed an entire family's lives being destroyed because of one family member's actions that were wrong and harmful to a child. In this case, the person was young and sexually curious. He inappropriately touched someone a lot younger than himself. And yes, his actions were wrong. And yes, he should have to suffer the consequences of his actions. But I do not believe he should receive the same punishment as an adult sex offender or serial rapist. He cannot be seen in the same light as someone like my father, for example. Fear and lack of understanding ensures that someone like the young man above is automatically labelled as a sexual predator. The impact on the physical, mental and emotional health of the entire family when his actions came to light is still ongoing. 
When friends and family heard about his actions, they distanced themselves from the entire family, ostracising them and sending the message that they should all feel shame for what had occurred. Everything is a process and to be horrified and filled with anger and rage because of the actions of a paedophile is perfectly normal first response. I want to be clear that I am not for one second suggesting that these thoughts are in any way wrong or that you should deny them. I'm suggesting that until we can manage to get past this stage of response, we can never hope to create change. It took me forever to arrive at my current belief that in order for real change to occur in this world, we need to change how we currently view sexual predators and paedophiles. We need to be willing to provide help for sexual offenders. We need to recognise that they have a problem, a sickness, addiction, compulsion, who knows what it is, and find our own humanity and offer a helping hand. No one else is going to do it for us. We each have a role to play. If my sisters and I can arrive at this place after a lifetime of suffering the impacts of being victims of this crime, then I believe we all can do it. I thank God I'm no longer carrying all that hatred and anger that was only hurting me. Thank God more and more people are speaking out about their abuse, which greatly decreases the chances of people going to the grave, holding on to all the guilt and shame that was never theirs. We have a unique opportunity for healing to occur on a global scale if we just have the will. I'm still afraid of paedophiles and the harm they can do. I still don't understand how anyone can harm a child, let alone sexually. I've managed to forgive my own father, but that doesn't mean I would welcome him with open arms into my life. I forgave him, not for him. I can now see how desperately we all need to find a way to do the same. From forgiveness, the next obvious step is to help find a way to eradicate this scourge from all our lives. People fear what they don't understand, but the good news is change is happening. Part of the reason we're so excited about our new book, Why Go Back? Seven Steps to Healing from Childhood Sexual Abuse, is our belief that the knowledge that is held within the pages provided such comfort for us and we regretted not finding it sooner. We're completely confident that it would have saved us years of self-hatred. We believe it will do the same for our readers. Within this blog, when I mention paedophiles, I'm talking about any sexual predator who has sexually abused children. You've been listening to the Kavanagh Sisters blog posts. We hope that these blogs provide helpful information based on our personal views and experiences and encourage conversations about these topics that we cover. You can contact us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook or directly at thecavnasisters at gmail.com.